I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show <laughs> should we just start from let's take it from the top. <laughs> start from the beginning So many, so many, so many damn books. Woo! Hello, new listeners. And old listeners alike, any any age, really. <laughs> I'm Drew. I'm Christopher. And this is So, so Many, many damn, damn Books. Um, welcome to the Damn Library. Here we are. It's, it's beautiful weather. Spring has sprung. And the rooster, she crows. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, no. He crows. Yeah. By, by definition, <laughs> yeah. it's, a gendered, it's a gendered beast. Uh, it is. But anyway... Whatever gender it might associate with, regardless of its biological makeup, it's crowing. Yeah, it is. Nice. Thanks. I'm going to tell y'all what I made for me and Drew to drink. Yeah, it's a, lo- it's a lovely, refreshing beverage. I'm glad. So there was a cocktail in the 90s uh, called the Fitzgerald, and um, I took the basic ingredients and put some other things in it instead so i'm calling it the f scott nice Mm -hmm. and it's uh elderflower syrup i got mine from ikea Uh, those crafty swedes (laughs) exactly uh some uh lemon juice uh we're using brooklyn gin again thanks guys thank you very much brooklyn gin people it's fantastic and uh and i'm using some honey orange bitters and uh, i just shook that up with some ice and poured it over ice in in a nice tumbler and it tastes like I don't know. Tastes like I want to go mow a lawn or something. The time will come. So yeah, that's what we're drinking. Yeah. The F Scott. So everyone went out and got all of that stuff and they're yeah. making it and it's delicious. And uh, You're staring fondly at your bottle of Brooklyn gin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm staring fondly at new acquisitions of books. You like that turn? I did. I like, <laughs> I like that a lot. uh okay what what do you got well i um i picked up 
an audiobook, which really means I just downloaded it. Sure. So I got uh, Sarah Baum's Spill, Simmer, Falter, Wither. Whoa. Which is an awesome title. That's a great title. What is what is that what is that book about? It's about an old uh man who adopts a dog. Uh, he's got one eye and uh the dog, not the man. The man has both of his eyes. Okay. And um I can't really tell what's going on yet. I'm only an hour in, but I'm excited. I haven't read anything else about it. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Great uh narrator. Nice. Hmm. What'd you buy? Uh I picked up a copy of High Rise by JG Ballard. Oh, um, that's going to be the yeah, Tom movie. Hiddleston, right? Mm-hmm. Is playing. He's playing the building. He's playing the high rise. He is. He is. Tom Hiddleston is the high rise. Um, you know, it looks like a, a fun uh, dystopia riff. He uh, J.G. Ballard is. He's famous for Crash, correct? Yes. The book about people who enjoy. Yes. Car crashes sexually. Um, he also wrote Empire of the Sun. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. A very varied author i've actually never read any of his stuff i'm very excited i'm only familiar with him because of his uh film adaptations but this one i've heard i've heard okay things about the film but it made me think since i'm absolutely going to see it that i'd like to read the novel first um and i'm barely into it but it opens with the main character uh cooking a dog on a grill in like the aftermath of some sort of crazy stuff in this high rise so i was like well Okay. I'm having like a physical reaction. Yeah, no, I was pretty uncomfortable with it myself. But also I was like, it's a a hell of a way to start your book. Well, maybe I won't read that one. Yeah, that's, you know, that's fair. Um, And maybe I won't see that movie if that seems like it. It'd be hard to watch. Yeah. Um, Speaking of animals that we'd like to keep alive. No, it's too hard. That was no, it was good. It was good. I I was gonna let you do it. I just wanted to hear how long you would call. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of things happened in the uh, semifinals. Yeah, we're we're and one half of the final. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's get into it. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's pick up where where we left off at on the left side of the bracket. Right? Is that where we would have been? And Turner House. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just like, this is just too good to ignore. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. couldn't be happier for Angela. Yeah. It's kind of amazing to. Yeah. I'm just glad that everyone is seeing how awesome this book is because I feel like it might have missed a little bit of the audience because it didn't win the National Book Award. And mm-hmm. I wonder if this would bring, is going to bring in a lot of new readers. I hope so. I hope so, too. Um, uh, and, you know, it beat out Battle of the Republic, the strange the 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 dark unfortunate horse, Cinderella the dark story bat. of this tournament i i know you didn't like it very much well i think to there's always one it, like whether or not you're rooting for it i think there's always one it was like the the designy entry there's always one well i wasn't even going to say that i was thinking more of like the the dark horse that like nobody quite expects or can figure out how it keeps winning mm. um Lightning Rods, I feel like the Helen DeWitt a couple years ago, the Sheila Hetty, How Should a Person Be, oh, where like okay. it caught sort of the right edge each time. And I think it's a really fascinating book. I actually feel like it would do well uh, to be read slowly with the sections broken up by other things. Interesting. Um, and read more like maybe like a short story collection. So I, 
now that I know what the mysteries are and they're all solved in some way, I feel like I can find the connections a little better a second time through. You know, that was something that uh, came up in that came up in the comments a lot uh, this time around. The idea of rereading something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big rereader. I'm not either. There. Are, uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is maybe this is reading comprehension. Um, do you feel bad that you don't reread? No, largely because I'm I'm still deriving pleasure from totally new, untouched experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, that having been said, there are books that I have reread. It's very rare that I reread something within like a year or two of having read it the first time. Sure, Alex Kleeman's book, uh, Tanahasi Coates's book. Fates and Furies, Night Film, I think are the only books that I've read since getting out of college that I read a second time within a year of having read it the first time. That's more than me. Um, the only one I've reread in, for a long time is um, in like the same time period was The Secret History. Oh, yeah. interesting. Donna Tartt's incredible novel. Um, but I, like, I'm thinking right now about wanting to reread um, His Dark Materials. The trilogy yeah which i haven't read since high school and i would love to i'd love to revisit harry potter actually yeah so I, there i i i i do actually feel guilty myself that i don't reread because i know that there's such a big part of knowing a book is to reread it um and you get so much deeper into things and you find new things when you reread well but i think also rereading can um it can tarnish a book it can. Like, look at what happened to A Little Life. You know, if... Oh, in that judgment. In that judgment, if he had been reading A Little Life the first time around, I am sure it would have won. But mm. in rereading it, it end, it didn't hold up in the same way. Mm. Speaking of A Little Life... Oh, yeah. Tsar... Yeah, saw the the Tsar of Love and Techno, sort of struck down a little life. Yeah, what a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> it was only a little life. Oh, yeah, no, uh, it, a bigger novel though. I mean, it, it covers much more than a little life does with much fewer pages. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm thrilled. I think that Anthony Mara is an out standing novelist right um this one and a constellation of vital phenomena both uh dealing with chechnya in some way yeah um, i feel like they're very much related to each other i think that the more you read anthony mara the the bigger your picture of these these areas are i'd be curious um actually to reread constellation having read czar yeah it does give a nice context to that whole world of yeah. other things that are going on and and maybe some of the repercussions of what he's discussing in in constellation i've been I've been noticing people in the comments talk about that and and certain uh tiny subsets of the commentary are people who like know their post soviet politics and like i I nearly went down that road professionally coming out of college um so like reading those I was like, oh yeah, I know what's going on here I get this yeah but to like to see um 
from a standpoint of knowing next to nothing about that region, like to watch it open out right. through the work of a single author is really cool. Yeah, and it's interesting. We there was a good conversation in the comments about believability. Uh, that sort mm-hmm. of like sort of a, a theme that I feel like is in the comments every time. Um, but it, we kind of got into it. Yeah, and there was an interesting thing of like a little life. Um, people couldn't believe parts of it, and some of it is because um, you don't feel like you believe uh, Jude's response to his social response to his trauma. Right. Um, and that's what that judge was was ha- finding fault with. Um, but then I also don't know anything about Russia. So I don't know if these facts are true or not, like the, the facts of the war and, and, and how things were. Right. Uh, but it seemed true. And and someone else was asking, like, is that part of your believability issue for a book? Is, is if these facts are actually true? Yeah. I don't I, I think that uh if unless a book tells me otherwise if via other clues, I'm going to believe some of the things I read in books to the point where I need to do a little bit of back research just to to square it away. That's interesting. Um I feel like I've read two books recently where history has been presented it's um Cesar Iroh's uh episode in the life of a landscape painter and Alvaro Enrique's sudden death mm-hmm. where history is presented, but his like the history that is being presented in some ways diverges from actual history, not enough to sort of like where it is becoming like an alternate truly fictional. Yeah. But it's just like, it's enough that it's sort of like, well, these people were probably here doing this. And I have to imagine that they would have talked like this. Yeah. Well, it speaks to that idea that, um, all popular fiction is is in some way science fiction or fantasy huh yeah that because like i you know you already have to believe in whatever part of reality is like oh yeah these people existed even though they didn't right and then it, when you get into historical or geographical things you have to believe like that's the world even if it's not or it is yeah oh, i really like that idea man i do too and it, I think it's I think the idea is sort of designed to bring more people into reading fantasy and sci- science fiction, which I sure. also believe more people should do. Yeah, that idea that no matter what you pick up, you're having to do the work of building the world because exactly. there's no way that it can actually be. And Anthony Mara is just <sighs> king of world building. Yeah. So it's going to be. I, I have no idea uh, what is going to go on for Tsar. I mean... Because it goes up against the sellout. Yeah. And that is going to be really... Being judged by a very insightful reader, friend of the show, former Rooster competitor, Jeff Vandermeer. Right. Um, who was in the... Um, he was in the tournament last year with Annihilation. Yeah. And I think, you know, he's a translator. He's an editor. He's a writer. I think he's um I could see him going for either one of these books and like justifying it really strongly against the other one. Mhm. I think there's reasons to choose either one for him. Yeah. But which one do you feel like is going to move forward? I think he's going to end up picking Czar. I think Czar is the actual Cinderella story of this tournament. Mhm. Mhm. I disagree. Um Yeah. Not that the Tsar is the isn't the Cinderella story, but I believe the sellout's going to win. Um, but I think that also, even if the sellout doesn't win this fight, mm-hmm. I believe it's zombies. I will agree with that. 
Um, so people I, have been very passionate about that book. Very much to the point where I really think people clicked on it and chose it. Yeah. It's interesting when you think about the zombie and, and what it is for the tournament. It's a huge part of it. Yeah, and, and a there's lot been of a little are... pushback recently, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I can't get on board with. I see where people are coming from because, A, they want more time to read the, the short list. Mm-hmm. But B, you know, it would be, it, there, yes, it would be fun to like have every book come back into contention. But unfortunately, the thing only lasts a month and... Right, and people feel like there's there's some sort of undue weight on the zombies, like coming in where they are. Yeah, um, but I I believe that it's it's partially designed because this is an internet commentary award. Right, that it sort of it says which one of these books has most people read. Yeah, and says like who can we bring them back into the fold if they get if these books like don't make it right it's not necessarily about like once you've read all 16 17 18 books depending on the year Mm -hmm. that like you're choosing your favorite out of those it's like no i read three of these yeah or like i'm not even going to follow the tournament but i really loved this book and i'm going to go vote for it it's the book that like has caught the popular consciousness right like i follow powell's so i'll click on their little poll thing Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So I think it's a it, I think it's useful in that way that it it brings it, it up this thing that a lot of people are going to have commentary on. And it's a, it's especially stark when you look at this last Friday of comments. Yeah. Which I don't even think broke 100 at this point. Um and and it's that just shows that there's a, a little bit less to say at this point about these books. So why don't we? So it seems like we both believe that the sellout is going to make it to pretty far. Yes. Uh, what I think it's going to make it to the final, um, final two. Would you agree? Yes. I think so. So uh, here, I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, and then you tell me what you think is going to happen, and then listeners, you, you can t- argue with us about yeah. it. Who do you agree with? I think Czar wins against the sellout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the sellout surprises everybody and zombies over a little life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Faith and Furious is still a lock for zombie. That might be wishful thinking, but also I think that that book... I believe this is... So far, I, I completely agree with you. So I think then, uh, because if I, if I consult the uh, guidebook of rules mm-hmm. and arcana of the tournament... Um, they try to avoid a book matching up against a book it's previously gone up against in a zombie round, mm-hmm. unless that cannot be avoided, like in uh, the the Goon Squad year. Huh. Yeah, I um, forgot that that happened. But, so it will go up against Turner House. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Turner House, sadly, will uh, say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, quite happily, I think that the... Um, the Turner family will will wave the sellout on and be cheering as it heads down the path to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side of the bracket, I think Fates and Furies uh, handily does away with Czar, not because of any fault of Czar, but I think uh, Fates and Furies will just have the stronger visceral response. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it ends up being a Fates and Furies sellout final and I think it's not as close as I would want it to be, 
but I think it's it's not a blowout win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the sellout ends up taking well, taking the cock. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, so I believe also in a lot of the things that you said, except for I believe Turner House will beat the sellout. Oh. Um, I and then I also believe that Tsar will beat Fates and Furies, putting Tsar and Turner House in the final. Interesting. And then I believe that Turner House will win. I'd be very happy with that. I would be too. I feel like uh, that would be a strange thing for Angela Flournoy, who's told us that she's friends with Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I do think that that would be neat to see that in the... the, Because that conversation would be great. Yes. Um, And... And I think any of these would be great. I think it's made for a really, really interesting final this year. It's a very strong final this year. Okay, so do you want to you want to put a bet down? I'm intrigued. Go on. I just, you know, I I believe the Turner House is going to win it all. Yeah. You believe? I believe the sellout will come out above. Uh, so I say whoever loses. Uh, buys the other a book of their choosing oh yeah very good what if both of us lose then we both have to buy each other a book all right that works it's almost better (laughs) (laughs) come on fates and furies (laughs) Uh, before we go should we leave everybody with a recommendation something they can read while they're waiting for thursday's judgment yeah, uh, that sounds like a good idea. What are you going to recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend the first book in a sort of punchy urban fantasy mystery series, um, Blackbirds by Chuck Wendig. Oh. Uh, it's the first yes. in his Miriam Black series. She is a foul-mouthed, sassy, um, sort of... She's not. She's an unintentional detective because she can touch people and find out how they're going to die. So, like, when she touches you, she sees how you're going to die. And she sort of uses that to her advantage for a while to sort of, like, grift people. Um, But then she gets caught up in a murder when she sees... uh, She touches this guy, and at the moment of his death, he sees her and is like, Miriam? And so all of a sudden, she's implicated, uh, and it sort of spins into this weird, further paranormal, very fast, very punchy... Mr. I've consumed all three books that have come out so far. Wow. That's really cool. It's really fun. How about you? Um, I'm going to recommend actually one of the uh, architects of the tournaments book. Oh, yeah? Um, Rosecrans Baldwin's Paris, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down. Oh, nice. It's such a great memoir about just the couple years he was at an agent, I, I believe an ad agency yep. or, uh, in Paris. Nice. Um, one of the uh, revelations waiting for you in there is how much frozen food Parisians eat. <laughs> so, so we're just we're going to be sitting here, literally right here, until Thursday. Yeah, just refreshing, just, just refreshing, yeah. refreshing. Just waiting. Um, and we will be back to talk about the tournament one last time. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let it sit. For a hot second, let everybody digest, come to terms mm-hmm. with their grief or their joy. And then maybe we'll be able to convince uh, Will Chancellor, former 
combatant himself to come and talk about what happened this year. Yeah. We'll uh, make some other predictions. We'll talk about book stuff. We'll drink you know, more gin. As we do. Yep. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. <laughs>